Thank you for listening to another installment of The Frequency, our Delta Green actual play operation. This is a horror show, and its content may contain things that some viewers may find disturbing, including extreme violence and psychological torments. Be sure to have listened to the other parts of this series to make sense of the events within. But please, enjoy, while you're still sane enough to do so. Welcome back to a re-roll gaming production, The Frequency, season one of our hopefully 17 season <laughs> Delta Green show. Why limit it? Multi yeah, why limit Emmy it? award winning. <laughs> 13 Oscars and counting. And we're not even, we don't even qualify for Oscars. No. And they put us in anyway. <laughs> We, we're this close to inching out above Return of the King. Shit, we're that good? We will be. Yeah. <laughs> that is in no way a legal promise. <laughs> to any, <laughs> to any of our Patreons, I'm sorry. To, or subscribers. I'd like to apologize on behalf of our... I don't know why you're apologizing, Wes. You're, you're 50% of our Patreon base right here oh i'm angered that you've promised some things and i also apologize that we've promised some things <laughs> the duality yeah of man all right well i don't have an icebreaker or anything i just wanted to really really ramp up the action you know i i feel like wearing sunglasses on stream <laughs> helped me get into delta green you guys should all try it hell yeah on on stream, on why do I keep saying that? Because everything's stream. a stream now to me. I'm like I'm almost thirty, and it's like when er, <laughs> on the everything internet. was a Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah, the yeah, Pokemans. exactly. Every sort of anything is a stream to me. Two of five of us now have sunglasses on <laughs> for people who can't see. Got the sunglasses on over the computer glasses. That's pretty good. God damn it! All right, I'll be right back. It's preparation. Okay. Maybe you need um, blue light. I need my sunglasses. Uh, filter glasses, actually. Tanner. That's. But I've never. How many hours of computer did I? Yeah, but it's really good for your eyes not to be stressed all the time. That's true. Well, the rest of my body is stressed all the time, so my eyes need. Eyes? To, <laughs> my eyes need to be on that level. I've got a. I've got a laryngoscope. Does that count? I don't know what that means. Yeah, laryngoscope. You can also get. Computer monitors that have the blue lens protection now. I was hoping that, Wes, you had those transitional lenses, so you just had to, like, turn the brightness up in your room. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. This is a laryngoscope. This is what you use to intubate people. Mm. Obviously not used, but... I mean, I got, like, three... They were going to throw them away at the hospital because they broke them up for people. Intubate. <laughs> this, this goes yes. down your throat, opens up your throat, and the tube goes in. That is Holy a fucking shit. nasty looking thing. Like the angle of the curve on that thing. Well, it's like it's got a light on it. It's got a. It's like you're, un- ice you're, you're unconscious at this point, but Jesus, don't it's look like at me like I'm a monster. No, I'm, not. I'm just. This is why you can't play a doctor in any Delta Green game because you actually know medical jargon. Yeah, and I'm I do just know like, <laughs> that's why he's been throwing it out this whole game. Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, I literally, all I've, the only qualification I have is watching Scrubs multiple times. Well, you're qualified <laughs> to be a doctor then, so be quiet. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. You heard it here, folks. Three of five players now have sunglasses. One of us. One of us. <laughs> I don't us. have them here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've seen a lot of house. I know everything about medical stuff. You know how to abuse your staff and pain pills (laughs) and then come up with the most random diagnosis possible and somehow be right 100%. (laughs) No, it's never lupus. No, it's never lupus lupus unless for the Uh, one episode it is. Yep, yep. You're right. Ronnie, you're sitting in a small cramped room. Metal table folded up lukewarm stale cup of coffee sitting in front of you and a door with a frosted window pane that reads backwards to you from the inside interrogation room 
been here for a while now. The agents, the female with angular f features, and the man with the MP5, uh, what is it? MP5. Have come and gone asking you questions, but it's it's been a moment since they've been back. Anything you want to do in this room? Um, I'm going to go up to the two-way mirror. Okay. I don't know how these work. You can't see through it if you get closer, right? <laughs> it's a mirror. No, and unfortunately... All you see is yourself. I knock. No response. Your knock rings hollow. And you look at your reflection. I'm starting to get tired. It's been a long, grueling day. Hey, uh, how long are you guys going to keep me in here? I got to pee. No response. I go try the door. You walk towards this brass door handle. But the second you reach for it, it shakes and the door opens. And you see the blonde agent NP5 strapped over his shoulder as he points it at you and he says, where do you think you're going? Just trying to go to the bathroom, man. He looks back over his shoulder. And towards the other agent. She says. Ronnie, we just need to talk to you about a couple more things. It's okay if I call you Ronnie. I know that's what Dr. Greenwood referred to you as. You'll do whatever you want, but uh, can I use the restroom first? It's been hours. What's your persuade skill? Not great. Um, 20. Roll it. That's a fail. The female agent pushes forward and she says... In due time, Ronnie, you'll you'll have the ability to use the restroom, but I'm afraid this is pertinent time-wise. Please sit back down. Got some water? She motions to uh, the her counterpart, and he gives her a nod. She says, he'll get you some water. Please sit down. I'll, uh... Let out a big sigh and turn back and go sit down. Door shuts behind her. Am I going to get to go home tonight? I'm pretty tired. I think that depends on your next choices, Ronnie. As we speak, agents are headed to Dr. Greenwood's home. He is the most accomplished medical professional in the vicinity. Somebody we could get here tonight. Now, I believe that you have seen a gentleman you may or may not come to think is Frank McNeil. Have you seen something in his forehead? <laughs> uh... I think he had some sort of weird scar or something going on up there. I think you know it was more than just a scar. It couldn't be more than just a scar. Sure. We need Dr. Greenwood's help in helping this man. Oh, did and you find us? We have a pretty good idea of how to. Now, when Dr. Greenwood gets here, it would facilitate the process. If you could be an ally of ours, we know he respects you very much. 
And I know we got off on the wrong foot. And at this time, door opens again. And you see the blonde agent come in with a glass of water. And he sets it down. However... We believe that we could possibly make it worth your while. We have quite a reach and many resources at our hands. So what do you say? And she slides a glass of water towards you. Will you help us convince Dr. Greenwood? To aid our efforts. I mean, uh... Bribes, threats... You don't have to do that stuff. I'm happy to do what's right by people. And what do you exactly know about what's right by people? I mean, if you're saying that we want to help this guy, he definitely seemed like he needed it. What happens when helping people is not the same as helping a person. You're getting pretty deep there. Uh, You'd have to give me an exact example. She looks back to the blonde agent. He gives her a worried look. Can we count on you or not? Sure. If it's helping people, then I'm on board. Great. We'll be in touch. You betcha. Oh, and Agent C will accompany you to the bathroom. Obliged. Take his arm. (laughs) Hook your arm and arm. Arm and MP5. (laughs) Meanwhile... Outside Dr. Greenwood's home, I believe we last left off with Agent Oakley, Special Operator Durgan, and Randy witnessing a black unmarked SUV pull up in front of Dr. Greenwood's house. Two men exiting the vehicle armed to the teeth with M16s. Kevlar body armor, and underneath, white suits, or dress apparel, not like full sports jacket. You know what I mean. What are you guys doing? Oh, shit, you guys. That's that's not good. I was supposed to have this perimeter locked down. There's a sleeping soldier in there. We gotta move up. Stay hidden. We don't know what's gonna happen. You don't want to fuck with whatever that is. I don't even recognize their, like, their, um, they don't have any markings on their vehicle or their armor. I know who this is. This is Majestic 12, and he racks his shotgun. And he says, we're running out of time. Uh, Maya will say, stop, do you want to die? They're fully equipped. They they have us outgunned, but we could take them by surprise. And at this point, you see one of the agents go up to the front door. Or one of what you assume would be agents. The other one is, is behind him, sort of tracing the forest line with his eyes. His M16 at his hip. Look, they get inside that door. We don't have the element of surprise anymore. They'll have us outmaneuvered for sure. They're agents. You think they're going to kill him? I don't fucking... Brandy, what is... Majestic? What the fuck is that? It's, uh... You know Top Secret? No, that's why it's Top Secret. It's even higher than that. It's... You don't understand. That's... I'll just just say that. (laughs) Here... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a good point. You hear like doo, 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 as one of the agents knocks on the door and shouts, "Federal agent, open up!" Doctor Greenwood. Yeah, coming out of a nice shower. Oh yes, 
<laughs> Old Spice. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> fermenting off your skin. What? Mm. Fermenting? I don't know. Fermenting. I'm alcoholic, baby. <laughs> it's, it's old. It's expired. <laughs> expired And soap. you hear... Boom, really boom, old boom. spice. <laughs> Federal agent. Open up. I was, going to, I was going to sigh and in my bathrobe because I just got out of the shower. I'll just open the bathroom door and I'll start so- uh, just kind of like slowly walking down to the um, to the front door. And Randy says, "If they wanted him dead, they would have just shot up the place or worse. They need him alive for something. It can't be good." We'll be here to react to whatever is going to happen, but. I don't... I'm... We need to stay out of this. And then we can help. Because if we can't help, if we're dead. Dan's gonna try to... Try to break line of sight behind their van. And uh, sneak up to the back of their van. See if he can get an earful of whatever's happening up there. Okay. Give me a... uh, Give me a... What's your stealth? Seventy. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have you roll it because this is a uh, this is possibly life or death. Nice. Sixty-one. Mm-hmm. Not by much. You sneak up to the van to the point where your sort of boots softly crunch on the gravel as you get a few feet towards the uh, towards the back of it. And it's not a van, rather. It's a SUV, but same concept. Oh, okay. GMC. And... Oh, they got the Yukon. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Yep. Do-do-do! Open up! Federal agents! One of the agents is banging on the door. The other one is crossing the perimeter of the house, peeking in windows. Are your shades drawn? Yeah. Uh, if they knock a second time, though, I'll I'll uh, I'll respond. I'll say, Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Stand by. Randy turns to you, Oakley, and says, Let's go around the side of the house. If things go rough, if things go south, we need a better position. We can't get caught. We'll stay farther back. One of these bad boys still eyeballing the tree line? Uh, no, he is actually turned to looking in the house, and he's trying to get a read on uh, the doctor, but the shades are drawn. He's actually just about to curve around to the side of the house. I'm going to get under their SUV and... Uh... I'm gonna draw my sig. Get a get a beat on one of their legs. Okay. Thought you meant like draw on your cigarette, and I was like, what? <laughs> Rouse, Dan don't smoke. <laughs> Dan only smokes fools. He only smokes under cars. <laughs> yeah, under the gas okay. tank. <laughs> Such a bad boy. With kids in the car. But the so I'll tell you. I'll tell you what we're going to sort of say mechanically here. Because I don't know if combat's going to break out. I'm not entirely sure what the fuck's going to happen. So what we're going to treat this as is you are taking the aim action. So if combat does break out, you'll effectively be aiming. Okay, perfect. Which would give you a 20%. Agent Oakley, you and Randy are creeping in the brush in the tree line you're quite a ways back you're again mechanically speaking it would take you an action to sort of if combat were to break out to move to get up but you're back far enough where you don't really need to roll your stealth okay that's exactly what I want and you're sort of looking and what I will say to influence a little bit of your mindset here is you do know that A you're not far back enough to actually 
to be sort of actively hiding and sneaking up, but you are out of an effective range of your gun. You mm -hmm. would, if you were to shoot from here, you would, it wouldn't be impossible, but it would, it would definitely be a detriment. What are you doing? Um, and this is seconds. Maya would have no intention of wanting to use her gun. She really just wants to be here to observe everything that she can and react accordingly after the fact. Is your gun drawn? No. Randy has his gun out, just so you know. Yeah. Not that he could really sheath his shotgun. But. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just want to. I want to be able to just see everything I can. Okay. You get to the door, Doctor Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Unlatch it, I assume. Yeah, I'm going to open the door. They, <laughs> they said they're federal agents. I'm I'm in only a bathrobe. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna open the door completely open. I'm gonna say, gentlemen, or do, are both of them standing there? As soon as that door cusps about six inches open, and Dr. Greenwood, you begin to say the word gentlemen, this agent shoulders the door into you, staggering you back a little bit. Go ahead and give me a... What's your strength times five? 50. 50. Give me a roll. Okay. 13. Okay, yeah. So it knocks it knocks you back a bit, but you sort of are steadily on your feet, backing up as this agent is entering your building. Dan, do you want to take a shot? Not necessarily. I'm going to keep aim on him, though. Actually, no. I'm going to... I'm going to change aim to the one that's outside because I know I'm about to lose the one going through the door. Okay. And that guy goes through the door and sure enough, as you sort of swap over to the right side of the house, you see this agent cusping around that corner and sort of rushing towards the front door as the agent who pushes open the door says, I got eyes on suspect. As he says that, I'm going to say, hey, now, hold, hold up. Uh, what do you want, officer? Uh, I'm complying. Dr. Frederick Greenwood. Yes, sir. Please place your hands behind your back. You're coming with us. Can I at least get dressed first? What's your persuade? Um. Oh, 60. He says. He looks back at the agent uh, behind him. The agent at this point, and Dan, you see this. He is pivoted, staring out. Uh, back towards the tree line, watching the entrance. In fact, what's your stealth again? 70? Yeah. Yes, sir. 70. Yeah, 70. I think that's enough to not have to... Your your position right now is fixed. You're in under the carriage of a car. You're hard to see. I don't think... I don't think I need a re-roll from that floor yet, but he's scanning the tree line, keeping an eye out this time, M16 fully extended, staring down the iron sights, aiming at the dark tree line where sort of the lights of the house and the lights of the car abruptly cease into darkness as the sun is fully set here in Big Timber, Montana. What are you guys doing? I want to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking too much. Agent Maya, you still just looking? Yeah, observing. Observing. Dan. Dan. Uh. Are they are they kind of like pulled up to the porch, like they have to back out? Uh, no, they sort of swiveled their SUV around, which actually kind of works well for you, giving you a good field of view. Okay, so their their back bumper is toward the house. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Dan's gonna... Well, actually, I, they probably turned the entire way around so they could just drive out immediately. So they're, it would be their passenger side is towards the front of the house. Okay. Does that make yeah, sense? That's... Yeah, and I, I think Dan would... depends on the driveway, but yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch Dan... of gravel. I don't fucking know. I think Dan would probably recognize that like, the fastest way to get out of a place is not to have to do a two-point turn and 
that they position their car so that they can yeah, get out I mean, um, yeah, So he's yeah, going to take... Exactly. He's going to crawl back to the far side of the car and wedge his Bowie knife under the tire so that as soon as they start to move, it slices open the tread. Okay. And he's going to carefully retreat, keeping the vehicle between him and the agents. Do you have a mechanic skill or something that you would argue for that is applicable to the placement of this knife? I would... Hmm. I almost would say like like demolitions, but I know that that's probably specific to explosives. Not doing a good job of arguing that demolitions. Blow it up. The tire's blowing (laughs) up when you pop it. Yeah, it makes sense to me. (laughs) Probably survival. I would say survival. Okay, I could see that. What's your survival score? 80. Okay. You don't need to roll for that. That's easy enough, I think. Okay. One thing I I do need you to roll for is I need you to give me another stealth. That being said, since you're sort of doing it slowly and carefully and you've got time that Dr. Greenwood has bought you because Dr. Greenwood, they are letting you change, though the agent is going with you and he's oh, going to no, watch I you Oh, no, I brought change. my clothes down. And it's just sitting on the couch behind me. I'll just change right oh, here. Oh, great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Fuck this guy. So give me a roll, uh, Dan, though it will be 90%, so it's very unlikely you'll fail. Don't worry about it. I'm sure you won't. You didn't. 78. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I, oh, I 78. Could have, actually, if you yeah. didn't give me that bonus, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And out comes Dr. Greenwood. Zip-tied. Agent in front of him. Agent behind him. They go to their GMC. Cook. Open the back door. Get in, Dr. Greenwood. Alright, y'all be an alley. I guess I have no choice. Get on in. And once I sit down, I'll say, Aren't you going to read me my rights or something? You're not under arrest. Hmm. We need your expertise. He shuts the door. Hmm. Ronnie. Sitting in the bathroom. On the way to and from the bathroom. I am trying to, like, scope out what's going on, see how many of these agents I can see, see if I can get eyes on my dog, see if they have any other prisoners, whatever I can figure out. What's your alertness? Um, alertness is 50. Okay, what about search? What one's 60 for search. Okay. Now I'm going to say you're going to get some stuff with 60, but I'm going to give, I'm going to make you roll it because if you succeed, you're going to get a little something juicy. I mean, all of that's going to be kind of juicy. That's a 35. Hell yeah. Headed to the bathroom. Blonde agent behind you. MP5 pointed at your back. You're walking through, listening. You hear the barking of your dog from outside coming in through the front door that's ajar. Through that door, peering into the crack, you see a van with a large satellite dish overhead. The back of it's opened up and two... Agents are sharing a cigarette outside of, outside of it. I don't know why they're sharing the cigarette, <laughs> but they are. Hey. They only it's have money intimate. for one. <laughs> That's it. Like we didn't have time to stop for smokes. You hear one of them go. Why haven't we started it up yet? We could we could find this missing guy. Everyone's like, shut, shut up, shut up. You don't know who could be listening. Besides. Once we fire this thing up, all hell breaks loose. Catch up briefly as you walk by. Then you're taken to the restroom. And, by the way, you count two agents, including the one taking you to the restroom, but not including the woman with angular features inside and the two agents outside by the van. 
Uh, sorry, you said two agents inside counting the one escorting me, but not the lady I've been talking to. Yeah, you don't have eyes on the lady you've been talking so to. So five total that I five see. Total. Or know of. Four you see. Five, five that I know of. of, yeah. Yep. You get led into this bathroom. And uh, it's pretty private. It's not like a like a prison bathroom, really. Because there's really not much of a holding cell here or anything. So it's a closed door. Singular sort of like water closet. And the agent on the outside, he says, all right, you've got 90 seconds and I open this door. I even smell you're trying to escape. (laughs) I can't even shit that fast. That not allowed? You said you have to shit? I mean, it's been like a day. (laughs) I might. (laughs) Do you have to shit or not? I think I do. What do you mean you think you do? You said in there you had to go to the bathroom. It, is it a poop? I mean, you never know until you sit down. <laughs> you do know. You do know. Not with IBS, sir. You know, sometimes I looked at your file. Into- you don't have IBS. <laughs> Undiagnosed. I like how he says if I smell anything. He's yeah. like, Ayla, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, this is this is no, related, not. actually. Huh? Ayla, how, Ayla, how are you liking that wine? What? I'm fine. Said a good one. This yeah. wine is brought to you by the singular biggest human poop I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, uh, oh no. <laughs> this wine is brought to you by a $25 gift card I earned for cutting a poop in the toilet into multiple pieces so it could flush. Cutting? <laughs> you, wanna- you had to, dude. Uh, if you want to keep Christ. this, you probably want to change the not say the name of where you work. But, I'll yeah. cut. All of it, probably. <laughs> Dude, also, why do you target me for like poop talk? And it makes it sound brick. like it's, <laughs> make it sound like it has something to do with me, and has nothing to do with me at all. <laughs> You're drinking the wine that has been. The poop. I wine. bought it with my poop on. My twenty-five percent or twenty dollars, twenty-five dollars off. Fucking crazy. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's great. Uh. Uh, hey. I mean, sometimes I don't know. I got poop till I'm sitting. That's fair. What's your persuade skill? What's your pooping skill? <laughs> you got 60% in poop. <laughs> you fail. You You're going to make me pants. hold it in. You're going to make me hold it in. Uh, Is it persuade if she actually has to poop, though? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I might what have to poop. roll the poop? <laughs> 20%. Give, give me a persuade. Oh. Roll a luck Just check to see if you have to poop. <laughs> That's a critical fumble with a 33. Oh. <laughs> I pooped he my goes, pants. You know what? He's like, you know what? You could poop. Leave the door open. Okay. I leave the door open. I squat and I stare him straight in the eyes. <laughs> it is. As you I guys are like unwavering <laughs> in your fucking... You squat, Sir, so you're, you're like standing on top of it, squatting. No, I'm not actually squatting. <laughs> like that. I just felt like I squatted down to sit. <laughs> Shit on the floor. This is the most intense. <laughs> this is the, this is the most intense staring contest you've ever been a part of. <laughs> I don't hear no poop. <laughs> don't smell it either. Okay, moving on. Flash forward. She poops. <laughs> Move on. Okay. While you're pooping, shit's going down, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh. All right. Dr. Greenwood, you get in the car. The car begins to drive off. Yeah. Dan, I'll... where are you, actually? Have you reconnected with Maya and Randy? No, Dan is uh down the driveway right where the tree line touches it okay in the tree Maya just a little Maya what are you doing so wait so they yeah, they drove off right uh they're yeah so they pull out of the driveway and sorry what the plan with the knife is so it pops immediately yeah okay yeah, so they start, start to pull out on it 
Yeah, they start to pull out on the highway and just you hear like as this popping of this tire and then this car skids maybe about not skids but sort of rolls on a uh, on its rim about 50 feet or so right where the driveway cusps the road Dan moves as close to it as he possibly can give me a stealth check doors open god damn it I'm gonna and I'm going to uh, from inside the uh, the car. I'm gonna be like, you know, first off, I wouldn't be zip tying anybody you needed help from. It's not very courteous. And also, the hell type of Uber is this? Uber don't exist in 1999. Shit! All right, hold on. Taxi. First off, I wouldn't be zip tying anybody you need help with. And second off, what type of goddamn taxi is this? The guy in the. Uh passenger seat says, Dr. Greenwood, this is a matter of national security. Please oh. take it as seriously as bullshit it is. You haven't even told me what agency you're from. You wouldn't know it if you heard it. Meanwhile, the guy who popped out of the driver's seat looks back at the tire. Dan, what'd you roll? Uh, 56 over 70. He looks at it. It's popped. You're 10 meters away. And this is, this is you know, about as close as you can get without being right fucking next to somebody. Um, doesn't see you. And he says, call it in. What are you doing? Observing. Okay. Maya, what are you doing? Meanwhile, Randy is like, oh shit. I think Dan disabled the truck. What are we supposed we should, to do with that now? We should move up. And do what? I think we're taking your friend's lead now. I'll, I'll, I'll move up with you, but I, I don't want to get involved. Oakley. You're already involved. If we're incarcerated... We're not going to be able to help. <laughs> I don't think incarceration's what we gotta worry about. Well, that or dead. Either way. There's gonna come a time, probably real quick, where you're gonna have to make a choice. And don't sad with Majestic 12. Whatever they're up to, people will die gruesomely. Come on. And he moves up. Uh, I'll, I'll move with my, uh, same thing though. I don't want to I don't want to have to be have to be rolling like not be close enough to have to roll a stealth. Alright. I'll, I'll let you know when you get to that point. Uh, Dan will carefully pick up a big tree that there's one side clearly facing the agents, one side clearly facing Oakley and um, or not, yeah, Oakley and Randy and he's going to put his laser from his SIG on the side that's facing Oakley and Randy so that they can see it's like a little signal like yeah, 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 I'm getting it kind of wiggle it around uh, and it's across the driveway from him signal to Randy where to go to flank because I'm sure okay. he's not going to see me okay Randy says you see that y- yeah I think he wants us to, to move up now you know right now you're at the point Agent Oakley where you're you're as far back as you can comfortably be without having to really worry about being seen hmm I don't even... I don't know what I want. Uh, I guess I'll move up with them. I don't know. Is that, is that what you want to do? I guess. Okay. Give me a stealth roll. Uh, change your mind. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Can I, I'll say I'll stay here. But if you need me, I'll be there. 
um, being sneaking is not something I'm good at. <laughs> All right, Randy's moving up. Randy's moving up. This is uh, this is the in the hands of an NPC. You know what? I'd like to do one thing. Yes. I have an inclination of what has happened, probably, because of Dan's background. I know Dan. You know Dan out. is yeah, yeah. You know Dan's in the location for sure. I, I know Dan's in the location. He was outside, and that tire didn't just blow itself on gravel. So as 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 he's got the door open, I'm going to say in a very loud voice. I'm going to say, "Man, I hope <clears throat> my friends will get me out of the station when I get down there." Man, I wish they were here, but. You know, I understand completely that you gentlemen have to take me in so we can figure out what's going on. I don't want you to think that I'm not complying, and I don't want anybody else to think that you're putting me in danger. I think we're all friends here. I'm trying to be, like, overly, like, corny. Like, yeah, we're going to be best buds, but I'm also trying to relay that, hey, let it happen. The guy in the passenger side is like, why are you talking so weird, guy? Look, man, you come from Bose Angeles and you try and tell me how to talk. Please, welcome to Big Timber. You got a lot of uh, different folk. It's pronounced Los Angeles, buddy, and I'm actually from the East Coast, so thank you very much. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm from Maine. Where are you from? Oh, my God, I'm from Maine. <laughs> and we're going to start talking about Maine, because fuck this guy. <laughs> What the fuck are ravens, man? Fuck. I don't know how to do a main accent. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Here's where we are. Dan, you just heard that. You have signaled to the tree. You see Randy creeping along. He's getting ready to move up. What are you doing? You just waiting? You letting Randy move up? You fucking shooting him? What are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm going to... I'm just going to tap my laser a couple of times on that same tree. Uh, hopefully, the Randy will get the position, like the idea, go here and stop. Okay, Brendan. Yes, sir. This is going to take a dice roll. And I know Randy's stealth score. You do not. Do you want to roll it or do you want me to roll it? Randy's stealth? Because I'm not inclined to put all your guys' fate in the hands of an NPC. But I will. Uh, I'll roll it. Okay. Give me a T100. Ooh. Ooh. 26? Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's wonderful. I know. I, that's a good roll. I heard Latara go, ooh. I, was I, saw, like, uh -oh. I saw the roll a few rolls back. I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brandy sneaks up, presses his back towards the tree, looks at you, nods, holds his pump action shotgun in the air, parallel to him. I'm going to signal my eyes. I'm going to toss a rock about 50 feet in front of the car. Hoping it makes some noise when it hits some bushes. Okay. That's that's quite a ways from where we are. We're slightly behind the car, I think. Okay. Oh, man, I'm nervous. Uh, I don't know what to make you roll for that. You got a, you got a skill in mind? Because I don't have a character sheet. I mean... Just, would that be something that would I mean, require I, a roll? No, maybe not, I guess. So you're throwing a rock. Yeah. I just want to see... Even like, if he misses, it's still going to go that way. He's strong. <laughs> Basically, I just want to see how on edge these these agents are, because out here in the sticks, that could as much be a rabbit as it could be a person. I'm trying to see how they react to it. Okay. Just feeling these guys out. That's all. Killing time. You throw a rock sort of hits a big bush, shakes it. The guy looking at the tire swings around. M16 pointed out. He says, call it in. The guy, we pan back to the car. 
the other agent is like, have you had the crab cakes on <laughs> Main and Third? I'm telling you. Are you, are you talking about the crab the change? But oh, hold on. All right, all right, I got it. Yeah, I'm nah. talking about the crab shack. He picks up the radio. And he Not trying to get you pushes his pushes his fingers on it, and he says, "Yeah, this is Agent." And then he peers back at you, Doctor Irwin. He says, "Uh." This is Agent U here. Uh, I think we got some car troubles. Uh, can we get an airlift out here? Over. Uh, Agent U, this is command. Uh, we will be sending the pilot out, and do you need an armed escort? Over. Uh, I believe me and the other agent will stay and, and get this vehicle in operation. It's be best to have an armed escort for this uh, doctor here. Over. Oh, hey, Chuck, uh, operator, he's from Maine. Can you believe that? Yeah, we grew up, we went to, his sister went to my high school. <laughs> all right, Dr. Green, well, sorry about all this, uh, slugs on his shoulder. You know, you're, you're a pretty good guy. Uh, I sorry about this whole, uh, this whole mess. We're going to get a helicopter out here. We'll take you back to the medical Can you center. tell me? anything about what's going to happen because this really doesn't and I'm going to like shrug with my arms behind my back this really doesn't instill me with a whole bunch of confidence it's like a bad nightmare <laughs> you're about to see something tonight that I think is going to change your life doctor a lot of videos that my friends have seen start like that and I do not like this I've seen those videos I like those videos I'm sure you do you come these aren't those videos oh <laughs> does that mean I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, have you tried the port porter down in the third? Oh my god, it's my third favorite port porter. <laughs> I'm, I'm going like with this guy. even like yeah, yeah. even fucking You're going more really, New York really Boston than, yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm going to just um, keep chatting this guy up and just keeping him cool as a cucumber, trying to yeah, just uh, you know, dude. I'm just another dude, dude. 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 Dan. Maya. What are you guys doing? While Dan has eyes in front of the vehicle, uh, I, I would think if they rolled 50 feet on a flat tire that my knife would have flown out somewhere. Yeah, the it's probably yeah. in the brush there. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my way back and try to recover it. Okay. Is there anything you want to do in between now and what you as players know is going to happen with this helicopter coming. Do you, do you want to flee the scene? Do you want to stick around, see what happens? What do you want to do? I, mostly for Dan, this, like, disabling the vehicle was to see kind of gauge response times, uh, gauge reactions to the unexpected, stuff like that. See okay. what, uh, you know, see how big these guns are, basically. Okay. And I think. So just counting down until the helicopter comes? Yeah. I see. Or I think we see, rather, this helicopter cutting through the night sky. Giant. Well, actually, that's one thing you probably noticed pretty quickly there, Dan, is there's a giant searchlight on this helicopter as it gets close. Do you, you see this as well, Maya. Do you guys want to retreat farther back? Do you want to get try and get cover in the house? What do you want to do? Do you want to stand there and just try and remain as unseen as possible? Can I, like, recede further into the brush, I guess? I, definitely. You can go as far as you want. Okay. How yeah, much gonna, time passed between oh. when they called it in and the helicopter showed up? Uh, oh, minutes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to flag Randy down from a bush. Uh, and kind of point at the house. And then I'm gonna make my way back there. Okay. He looks back at you, Maya. Gives you a head nod towards the house. Okay. I'll go, I guess. Okay. 
I think with this car being a little out of the way, them being focused on the helicopter, you guys can get in the house easy enough. Or at least close to it where the spotlight won't pick you up. And we see this helicopter, its rotor blades cutting through the darkness of night as it lands. And at this point, your buddy from Maine has pulled you out, Doctor, and is holding your arm as this helicopter lands. And the pilot is on, obviously, one side, and the door behind him opens, and this woman in a uh, sort of... FBI sort of like pantsuit with angular features walks out and says, Dr. Greenwood it's a pleasure to meet you. Ma'am and that's where we'll pick up next time Ooh, on the frequency yeah. we all didn't die that's not yet, anyway crazy. I wanted to bring the helicopter yeah. down I mean, yeah. That Take it. You got the leader the around there. Take her yeah. down. They're all suicide bomber. Yeah. I, uh, I will be honest. If you do that, I do not have any notes for that. Ah, uh, we'll figure it out. I have a yeah. ten stealth, so I was like, I literally can't. <laughs> I have a 10 like, stealth. I can't. Yeah, that's why I, I literally couldn't do anything. I was like, you are a fucking yeah. investigator. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all of our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we could use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright, as well as the Chronicles of Rel main theme. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.